Amen. Okay, so I'm not going to take too much of y'all's time. Uh, we're just going to have a little short fellowship here. I don't want to call it a message. It's a talk. We're going to have a little talk here about uh, morning revival and, and the importance of morning revival. So uh, if you haven't heard of morning revival, you may have heard of the phrase morning devotional, uh, quiet time. Chris mentioned this a little bit uh, last night when we kicked it off. Um, but we like to call it morning revival because it includes the two crucial things that need to happen. Yeah. Number one, it needs to be in the morning. Yep. Yeah. So it's got to be morning something. So uh, the morning time is very crucial. We're going to see in God's word. And revival, what does revival mean? What does revival mean? Relifed. Exactly. Relifed. Vival. Relifed. So basically, uh, th this is the two things that need to happen for you to have morning revival. It has to be done in the morning. And you want to get life again. Isn't that sound nice? Sounds awesome. Jesus, re-life me this morning. Yes. That's our yes. prayer. Re-life us. Yes. So that's the only two requirements. That's what morning revival is. There's a lot of different ways to do it. There's a lot of different ingredients. I'm only going to focus on one thing this morning. Uh, so uh, for those of you who are just starting this practice, it can be very practical. You can have a nice big fat handle to latch onto. Yeah. Uh, but that's what morning revival is. It's where we touch God in the morning yes. to get life again. Life are being afresh. Because there is a very weird phenomenon in the spiritual world. Does anyone know what a phenomenon is? Phenomenon. How many syllables does that word have? What is a phenomenon? Something that happens. So is eating breakfast a phenomenon? That happens. Something weird that happens. Okay. It's what? Something unique that happens. We're getting warmer. We're getting warmer. Oh, okay. I like these two. Something extraordinary. And then Josh adds that you can't explain. That's a phenomenon. It does happen. Sometimes it's weird. I'll give you that. <laughs> and sometimes it's unique. But it's something uh, inexplicable. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a mysterious occurrence. And there's a phenomenon in the spiritual realm that probably all of us have experienced. Have you experienced this? Having a great time with the Lord at night. Uh, maybe you're at a home meeting. You're in a fellowship. You're reading the word. You're singing. You're with believers. Maybe you go out in the gospel. You have an awesome time. Um, and that, that can happen as late, you know, you know, 2 a.m. I've, I've been at baptisms, you know, and it's just awesome. And the spirit's flowing. The Lord's moving. It's, it's dynamic. It's encouraging. And then the phenomenon is all you do is lay down, close your eyes, go to sleep, and you wake up, and God's gone. Has that ever happened to anybody? You don't feel the Lord's freshness and presence like you did. And you didn't do anything. You didn't sin. You didn't think bad things. You just slept. And God's presence is not close to you anymore. So that's why morning revival is important because we want to get relifed in the presence of Jesus. Okay. So I'm just going to give you all um, five verses and five very practical points that all start with the letter R. Okay, so they can be easily rememberable, easily memorable. So you might want to write these down. And then after that, we're just going to go practice for about 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, then we're going to have breakfast at 9. So we're going to give you guys a chance to go uh, apply what we're talking about this morning. So you might want to write these verses down because um, we're going to be using the word. That's, that's going to be our practical handle uh, from this aspect, how we're going to approach it. 
Okay, so the first verse is Psalm 9014. Yeah. Psalm 9014. Write that one down. That's the first verse. And that verse says, Satisfy us in the morning with your loving kindness, that we may give a ringing shout and rejoice all our days. I'll read it again. Psalm 9014. Satisfy us in the morning with your loving kindness, that we may give a ringing shout and rejoice all our days. Amen. Okay, this verse is just the big categorical verse about morning revival. And what it shows us is morning revival affects the rest of your life. Awesome. What you do in the morning, what habits you build up in the morning, it affects you personally for all of your days, for the rest of your life. And what we want to affect us all our days, day by day as we live, is being satisfied with our God. Yes. And we need to lay that foundation every morning, being yes. satisfied. That means enjoying God. Yes. If we enjoy God in the morning, we will enjoy God all day long, and we will enjoy God for the rest of our days. So that's the big first verse, Psalm 90:14. Second verse is Lamentations. Very short book that people, you know, have trouble finding. And Bible flipping, which is going to happen later today. <laughs> Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. Write that down. Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. This verse says, For his compassions do not fail. Yes. They are new every morning. God's compassions do not fail. They are new Every morning. So this verse needs to be our realization. If we have this realiz realization, we will be uh, motivated to have morning revival because we will realize no matter what we did yesterday, no matter what's coming tomorrow, today God's compassions are new in the morning. Amen. Isn't that an encouraging verse? Yes. Yesterday's gone, tomorrow may never come. Today is the most important day of your life. And God's compassions toward you are new right now in the morning. So that verse will motivate us to get to God in the morning. Psalm 119.25, this is the third verse, Psalm 119.25. This is the second realization we need to have to motivate us to have morning revival. This verse says, my soul clings to the dust. Enliven me according to your word. Psalm 119.25. My soul clings to the dust. Yeah. Yep. You like being dusty, hot, sweaty, dusty? No. No, that's nasty. Well, that's what our soul, uh, it just tends to. It tends toward, because of our fall, uh, we, we tend towards the earthly, the worldly, the dusty, the dry. Uh, and so the prayer is, Lord, enliven me. Give me life according to your word. So that's why we're going to focus on the word. Then Jeremiah 15, 16, write that one down. This is the fourth verse. Jeremiah 15, 16. Your words were found, and I ate them, and I ate them. And your word became to me the gladness and the joy of my heart. So uh, that's why we want to find the word, because when we find the word, we take it in as spiritual nourishment, as our food, and it becomes our joy. It becomes our gladness. So if you find yourself short of joy as a Christian, you need to find the word in the morning and eat it. Okay, and here's the last verse, uh, and this is really the principle here um, with morning revival, why it's so important. Exodus 16, 21. 
Exodus 16, 21, God gives us an awesome picture in the Old Testament with the manna coming down every morning. You know, God gave them the manna as their spiritual, uh, really heavenly sustenance through the journey of the wilderness. They were out there for 40 years walking through the desert and the, and the wilderness. And how they were sustained in their wilderness journey was God's heavenly food for them. And uh, the New Testament tells us that manna is a picture of Christ and particularly Christ in the word, the word of God. So this verse says, and they gathered manna morning by morning. They gathered manna morning by morning, each one according to his eating. And when the sun became hot, it melted. It melted when the sun became hot. So this is, uh, this is why timing in the morning is so crucial because God has a heavenly and gracious supply for you in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And he wants you to find it in the Word. He wants you to gather it. And if you gather it, that food will sustain you in your Christian journey. Sure. Isn't that awesome? awesome. Yeah. Aren't those five good verses? Yes. I hope you got those uh, because we're going we're gonna to go practice in just uh, five more minutes here. We're going to practice over these uh, verses. Okay, now what do we do with the word? What do we do with the word in the morning? I got five R words for you. So I want you to write these down. Five R words. That means they all start with R. And I, and I tried to think of R words, not just for, uh, you know, literary flourish, but so it would be easily uh, memorable. So you can remember and you can have a handle. What do I do tomorrow? What do I do tomorrow morning? Uh, this will save our morning time with, with the Lord from being vague, from being uh, aimless, from being general, from just kind of like, uh, you know, I'm just here, Lord, on the couch, trying to think of you in my mind. So the first one is, and all these are related to God's word. So that's, that's, our, that's our approach this morning. Of course, morning time can be a lot of different things. First R word, read. Let's all say that. Read. If you don't get to the Bible... Uh, that's problem number one. So we want to encourage you, find God's word and read it. Read it. And to read it, you need to, uh, to be awake. So maybe you need some coffee. Uh, that's what, you know, I need that in the morning because if I'm going to read God's word, I, I need to be awake. So get the Bible and just start reading something. And we have a, you know, we have a New Testament reading schedule. That's what I do every morning. I get my Bible and I just read. And the great thing about reading is it anchors your mind. It anchors your mind to something solid and substantial. Yeah. If you're just trying to pray in your head, uh, you know, and you're trying to rehash your prayers, God, thank you for today. Uh, God, I need you. Um, Jesus. Um, you know, that, that's, that's, that's me in the morning, about three or four prayers, and I'm thinking about something else. I'm thinking about my phone. I'm, I'm thinking about how tired I am. So reading is, is very helpful because it anchors your mind to something substantial that you're looking at. So read number one in Revelation 1.3 says, blessed is he who reads. Blessing starts with reading. Word number two is repeat. Repeat. And what this means is as we read, we, we're not just trying to read. 
We're not just trying to read a lot. We're not just trying to read, um, you know, our chapter for the day. Uh, in the morning, we want to find a phrase in which we discover Christ's presence and God's personal speaking to us. And when we find that phrase, we want to latch onto it. Yeah. We want to camp out there. And we just want to muse on it. We want to repeat that phrase. So if we're reading uh, Psalm 90, 14, satisfy us in the morning. Let's say you're reading Psalm 90. You get to that phrase, you just sense a little, uh, yeah. a little splash, yeah. a little movement within. Yeah. That's, that's the Lord in your spirit trying to annoy you, trying to get your attention. Stay here. I want to speak to you about that. And so if we're reading that, we should just, we should just camp there and repeat, Lord, do satisfy us in the morning. Lord, satisfy me in the morning. We just start a conversation with the Lord over that phrase where we find the Lord speaking to us. Yeah. So that's repeat. Just repeat any phrase that sticks out to you or you have a feeling toward. Yeah. Uh, verb three is rejoice. Rejoice. Let's all say that. Rejoice. So when we find a phrase in which the Lord is speaking to us, we don't want to just repeat it me mechanically or just like, like it's some method like, oh, satisfy us in the morning, satisfy us in the morning, satisfy me in the morning, satisfy us in the morning. You know, you're not just trying to do this mechanical uh, gymnastics where you're like, you know, uh, trying to put God into an equation where like, well, if I emphasize this, if I repeat this three times, it works. No, we want to rejoice in the Lord's word. So, uh, and, and this, this can be praise, this can be thanksgiving, this can be uh, reminding the Lord of our love in, a, in a, you know, a joyful way. Lord, satisfy us. Lord, thank you, you can satisfy me in the morning, Lord. Thank you, I can be satisfied with your grace and your riches. Isn't that good? Yes. So we just start rejoicing. And the great thing about rejoicing is it takes our eyes off of ourself. And, you know, like Chris said yesterday, we, we just... We think about ourselves, we think about our problems, we look at the situation, you know, we're like Peter walking on the water, and we're just looking at the waves, and, and we're not rejoicing. We're like, oh man, I got this test coming. I've got, you know, I've got this failure I can't get past. I've got this drama with my roommate. And, and maybe in our prayer, we are praying, but we're, we're digging deeper into the hole, the black hole of the self. And don't go down that hole because you can't come out. You go down that black hole in the self and you're praying. You are praying, but your prayer actually takes you farther from the Lord. Rejoicing will bring us back directly to God's presence because rejoicing and praise is all Christ-centered. It's not me-centered. So rejoice, that's number three. Uh, number four, number four, our word is repent. Let's all say that. Repent. Okay, so as we, re as we begin to rejoice uh, you know, in the Lord and in his word, the Lord may start shining on you and on your conscience about, uh, about sins in your life, about you know, failures, about wrong attitudes. And so that is, don't see that as condemnation. See that as the Lord's loving invitation to you into deeper fellowship with him. That's a loving invitation to you to bring you into deeper fellowship with the Lord. So that is the Lord's gracious visitation to cause us. Lord, just, just agree. Repent. Confess means say the same word. That's literally what it means in Greek. So we just say, Lord, you're right. I did that. That was sin. I'm sorry. Apply the blood to me. And I just want you more right now. Yep. So that's number four. Repent. Uh, confess anything the Lord's shining on. And the fifth R word request request 
So here, uh, the Lord told us to ask, you know, ask for our daily bread. So here we just request based on whatever we read, whatever touched us. Lord, you know, today I need your grace. That's a request. Lord, today I need to be satisfied by you. Or, or you know and I know that I'm going to be satisfied by something else. Lord, I need to see the brothers today. Yes. Lord, I need to be kept in your love today. Yeah. Lord, I need to overcome today. Just request. Make your request known to God. Yeah. And if you're doing it based on the word, this is why I love the word, because if we're praying over the word, our prayers will be specific. Our, our prayers will always be fresh because it will be anchored to the new, the new uh, text we're reading. And our prayers will be full of the Lord's life-giving words. Okay, so those are the five words. Let's just say them all together. Uh, Y'all got them there? Let's say them. Ready, set, go. Read, repeat, rejoice, repent, request. So that's what I've got this morning. I hope you all like that, and I hope that really helps you all get a practical handle on how to find the Lord in the the Word in the morning and get re-lifed. Get re-lifed with the Lord.